0: Welcome, David Wilkins. Thank you for um, for saying you'll be interviewed on Triple H on Australia Day.
1: That's my pleasure, Lucy.
0: Now, can you tell our listeners what award you are getting today?
1: Yes, um, we are receiving the Karingai Council uh, Award, um, a community award uh, for a group activity uh, for service to the community. And it relates to a... Um, series of books that the Kuringai Historical Society uh have written or still are writing we've published two of four volumes and it commemorates the men and women of Kuringai who served in the First World War they can be uh purchased um uh, or seen uh, in in the various uh, certainly Kuringai libraries and the the uh, the state library but but the Keringai Historical Society um uh, has the uh the supply um and they could be obtained there you can uh, people can uh, look them up on the uh, online the website to find the details.
0: How many people are involved in your group doing
1: the research? Uh, Lucy, um, there um, began to be about uh, about twenty people, um, and we, which is a much smaller group than the whole society is. Uh, so we call ourselves the World War One Writers Group. Um, the numbers have, have dropped away a bit, and so there's a good solid core doing it. Um, but it's certainly a very much a group enterprise.
0: And are they people who have um, experience with relations who were who were a part of that uh, World War One initiative, or are they people, um, are they people who just love history and feel the importance of leaving a footprint for us to learn from what went before us?
1: It's a bit of bit of uh, both, uh, Lucy. Um, there certainly are uh, people who have relatives. Uh, my own father and uncle, or two uncles, um, for, uh, fought in the First War. One didn't come home. Um, a lot of the uh, other writers are uh, just very much interested in history, but it was originally the uh, the idea of, um, of our leader, Cathy Rees, and she um, had the idea back in 2013 that with the centenary of the first war coming up. Um, of course, the uh, war was declared in, the, in August ni- uh, 1914. Uh, she thought it would be a good idea to commemorate uh, the men and women of uh, Kuringai, uh nine suburbs in Karingai, of course. Um, and um, so she got this group together and, and uh, we, we got the plan. Um, it began by uh, seeing all the... Uh, Stone memorials throughout the suburbs uh, in the various parks, um, also church halls, uh, school board, honor boards, honour um, boards, the RSL, of course, um, and uh, and so on. And we gathered together uh, names. We started off with about thirteen hundred names. Population, by the way, of Goringai back in uh, nineteen fourteen was um, or oh, about twelve thousand people. So we had about thirteen hundred, and then as we started looking at things like the embarkation records and looking for those addresses that were in Karengai or next of kin that were in Karengai, our numbers started to expand. Um, Then as we started to contact uh, uh, families and what have you and and the word got around and we've published the first and second volumes um, already... um, uh, so more names came up, and we're now up to 1,750 odd names, um, wow. and we've divided that into into four, so that, um, about uh, a bit over 400 in each volume. And there are other chapters of interest. For example, in um, uh, the first uh, volume, there are chapters on um, uh, early Keringai, um, what the suburbs were like back in 1914, um, um, pre-war military training and um, the recruiting program and the rifle clubs and so on in Karingai. So that's the sort of um, uh, local flavour that we gave it but there are veterans um, who served who may have lived or worked um, in Karingai but that um, served with overseas units such as the those who there's a fellow who's doing a, a medical degree in um, in England and he uh, enlisted over there with a, and a, uh, and a British unit. Uh, unfortunately, he was killed at Gallipoli. Um, and so yes, there's just many, many stories of people from all over the world.
0: Yeah. Wow. It, it's it, I love how you I love the method that you've used. You've gone out into the community and and actually sourced it off boards in schools in RSLs. Um, it, It sounds to me like, one, although that you had that great method, it also meant that people were getting out into the community. So there were so many benefits that young people would see and ask questions that um, people were getting exercise to go and, uh, you know, look around some of these monuments that have been built perhaps years and years ago, and now they're serving their purpose.
1: Well, absolutely. And and in fact, we've touched uh, some of the schools and, and, um, they have been uh, quite enthusiastic and have volunteered to uh, do anything they can help with. And um, so that that is getting involved. And their history teachers are very much involved as well. So um, it is a community thing. Wonderful.
0: How do you feel this award will change your upcoming year for
1: 2017, or will it? I don't believe it will. We've, we've got our noses to the grindstone um because uh, there's so much research and work uh, and writing to to be done <clears> that um uh I think we'll just continue getting on with the job. mind you, when we started, we had no uh, intention of um being awarded anything but it is very very nice to be acknowledged for um for what has uh, what we have produced and it's it's doing more than it's adding on to all those wonderful stone memorials um and and Stained glass windows in churches and so on by putting um, flesh on the bones in the stories of all these men because each of these biographies um, varies between 400 uh, to 600 words approximately. But there are people who were particularly important or were very significant, and um, so those biographies have extended um, to much more double or least sometimes triple. Um, we've we out of that population, as I said, of Twelve thousand, and we got uh, now we've got seventeen hundred and fifty names. It's amazing the number of um, tragically the number of who were killed um, uh, is close to three hundred. That's one in six who uh, enlisted uh, died. Um, and, but but also the bravery of, of these men and women. Um, we've we've got something like just under 160 who were decorated and a similar number who were recommended for decorations but were not awarded. Wow. So that's about one in six, approximately. Yeah,
0: same again, same statistic, one in six.
1: Yeah,
0: Um, yeah. Wow. That's quite a... spectacular number coming from such a small part of the world it's current it's in new south wales it's in the biggest space of sydney it's in you know it's it it doesn't it doesn't seem it seems extraordinary that we could have that level of um commitment and bravery in this area and i hope that by putting the flesh on the bones as you say it leads an example for others To hopefully we learn never to the war is not the answer um but that uh that we don't forget the offering that they gave us.
1: Oh, that's that's so important. Unfortunately I think it's a reality that uh war of some kind will always be with us. That's just the way people are. But um um this is not to celebrate, this is to commemorate those people yeah. who served and, and did so much for Australia.
0: Yeah. And um, what I've noticed talking to a lot of people who won awards last year is they say that it really raised awareness of what they're doing in the community. So people, they did find people coming and offering support and wanting to get involved. It would be great if that happened for your society, wouldn't it, to, to bring new people in to perhaps help with the research and,
1: and oh, have fresh eyes. It. And that's what has happened, Lucy. Um, We've we've had people um, not only um, offering information like family diaries and things like that, you know, plus photographs. Um, The photographic aspect of these books is is outstanding too. Um, uh, And we've got a wonderful publisher um, uh, or designer, should I say, who does a wonderful job. But we've had people come in, um, families and other people who are just interested, um, we've had uh, the Karingai Council put on um, um, one of their events called The Lights of Our Lives and and um, it featured the First World War and and we had a part in that as well and um, last year there was a Seniors Week and there's another Seniors Week on the 11th of March this year where, where people are invited to come along and bring memorabilia from their families from the First World War and tell stories and so on.
0: Now, if people want to get in touch with you, how can they do it?
1: Look, the best idea would be to, um, uh, get in touch with the Karinga Historical Society. Um, and I'll just get the number, phone number up here, just one moment. Um, and, um, and they can also, um, Look on the website. Just look up Kuringai Historical Society, and they'll they'll see the website. First of all, that will give details about um, this book. By the way, which is called um, uh, "Rallying the Troops." You... Wonderful. Yes, I've got that
0: website up. It's, um, okay, so it's k u r i n g g a i h s dot blogspot dot com dot a u, and it's. Um, It has a a wonderful Kuringai Historical Society page, collecting and preserving and disseminating information relating to the history of the Kuringai municipality.
1: That's right. And their phone number is um, 999-4568. The rooms uh, are at um, the Gordon Library um, or adjacent to the Gordon Library. They're not manned um, every day of the week, but uh, most days from 10 a.m. till uh, 2 p.m. Wonderful.
0: Thank you so much for sharing that with us. Congratulations again.
1: Oh, thank um, you I look, very much, Lucy.
0: I look forward to connecting with you more uh, with Triple H, and, and hopefully we will have some of the stories come alive on the radio throughout 2017.
1: Thank you, Lucy.